0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well, it is for you Wednesday, March 29. We're recording this. If you'll see the clock behind me, we're recording this in the afternoon of Tuesday the 28th. So it's, I like people to know both when we set it and when it's for so you so you have a good... Uh, good picture of where that is. We're going to bring on uh, Derek Johnson here in just a few moments. We're very excited to have him on. Uh, I'll talk about it. I don't think we're going to have delay uh, with any announcements or any uh, other protocols. So without further delay with Profits and Patriots, we're going to bring in Derek Johnson. Here we go. Derek Johnson, so good to have you back on. This is at least our third or fourth time, I think, isn't it? Somewhere in there. You've you been on hundreds so. count, I
2: think that I, I know for. I think three. Yeah, okay. Well,
1: it's, it's been great. Let me just remind people. It's probably been about a year ago. I was driving over the mountain from Bend, Oregon, uh, up into the Salem, Oregon area, and I someone had sent me a link. You I, probably, I think it was about March of last year, and there's this guy in his car giving the rant of his life, <laughs> and I was listening to everything yeah. he said, and I don't know who sent that to me. I said... I started saying to so myself, who is this guy? And then we had to stop and for some gas or something. And then I realized we're going to go out of signal. So I put you on, you know, you're already filling the airwaves with lots of information. I put it on like double speed and listen to you really rant uh, until I ran out of signal. But I thought, I've got to get this guy on the air. And a few weeks later, we did it. But uh, what I was so amazed at, you were off the top of your head. You didn't appear to be looking at any notes. You were rattling off executive orders. That President Trump had done before he left, and all that. So I want to cover some of that today. But um, so, Derek, uh, ho- how are you doing? And then I'm going to have you jump off to talk about um, the different comms or intel that you, you're getting from Trump, his speeches, and all that. So,
2: yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm settling in. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, embracing the the new life per se. I know <laughs> that uh, I, I had a lot of people that came on and say, "Hey, can you?" can you not be as passionate? Can you not yell on some of your videos? And I'm like, well, I'm not really yelling. I, I'm just passionate. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, it has been, well, been
1: your fame has really grown. I think you were telling me off the air that um, that you're going on some of the mainstreams now. So uh, good for you, man. Good on you, man. It's uh you earned it in a, in a very good way. You know, you, you know your stuff and your passion for the country. So,
2: yeah. Well, the only good thing about it is these these laws and orders don't change until they do change. So, you know, once you learn them, <laughs> you uh, you're kind of in good graces. But uh, but still, it is a lot of information. Yeah.
1: Really is. So, where would you like to start today?
2: Yeah, we can start. Uh, I think probably uh, you had mentioned uh, you know the executive orders. That way, people can kind of understand. That's good. By the, by the time we get to the comms, you know
1: what. Yeah. They have All right. Let's do that. So, so just go for where uh, uh, the executive orders, I don't want to steal any thunder or any punchlines, right. but so just go for it.
2: Well, yeah, you know, it, I always start off uh, and that's what I've been doing on mainstream is like, I, I try to tell people, you know, um, you, you hear a lot of stuff out there. Oh, this sounds like conspiracy theory talk. And I'm like, look, we're a nation of laws and orders. Um, and now our founders uh, wanted more of a uh, more of a checks and balance, um, type deal. They didn't want too much federal government, they also didn't want too many states to have too much power, um, in a different way. So, you know, I think it's imperative that people know our history first, yeah. um, and understand kind of our foundation and, and what they were dealing with back then and, and where was the definitive drawing point. You know, there have been wars before the Revolutionary War, there have been conflicts, there have been all kinds of. Conflicts of interest between different people uh, because, you know, people typically think of just the British being here yeah. versus, I mean, we had Spanish, we had French, uh, we had native Americans, we had Canadians, we had a lot of different uh, people who were uh, per se in the new colonies. Um, and people, you know, tend to forget that a little bit to yeah. understand what made that definitive line in the sand There's always been a line in the sand, a long history in every major war. And what was the definitive point in the Revolutionary War? What made the Revolutionary War in that time period so uh, important? Well, it's the reason why we're here. Um, And I always like to tell people our military, it did. It came first. And and there was something that happened in 2016. A lot of things happened in 2016 that will when we get you and I, when we get 5, 10, 15 years down the road, and we look back, we're going to see 2016 as that line in the sand by wow. the military generals and Donald John Trump as their selector. That's the one they wanted uh, as an outsider. So people have to understand that in 2016, that was a definitive moment. And there's a piece of paper that we've never had in our history, never had it outside of the fact that. We know that the military came first in our nation, military branches and also the law, the law, which they call war articles, um, June 30th, 1775, all the way from 1775 to 2016. We've never had a piece of paper that solidified that just clarified via something that that people would relate to, which is the United States Supreme Court and the Military Justice Act that shows military laws, courts and personnel are separate from civil laws, courts and personnel. So that one piece of paper bats our history. Um, and then when you look at uh, you look at the Revolutionary War, when you think about it, I mean, the first shot fired, they call it the uh, the shot heard around the world, which right. was in Concord. That was April 19th, 1775. When you do your math, that was right before the army was founded, June 14th. 1775. Oh, really? OK. So when you do your math on that, that's a whole year before the declaration of independence, obviously 1776. So when you really think about it though, our founders declared independence seven years before the war actually was declared over.
1: I did not know that. Wow.
2: So when you think of when you go read the declaration and it tells you how it's our right and it's our duty to overthrow a government that goes against its foundation, I mean, it, it gives us that authority to band together, come together and overthrow any government. It tells us that. And they declared that seven years before the war ever ended. So they they were saying, come hell or high water, no matter what, we're going to win this thing at all costs. So we just know it happened to end seven years later. I'm willing to bet if it would have gone on to 10 years or 15 or h- however long. Um, so that's imperative for people to know first and foremost uh, that that you and I, me you, it don't matter our age gap, it don't matter anything of that nature. It's people who establishes government and systems and infrastructures. It's not it's not those uh, titles that run those things. And you and I've heard our whole life. I know you have. I know I have. Oh well, that's Congress's job. That's yeah. that's out of my pay grade. Uh, you know, yeah, no, it's not. That's that is our duty and our responsibility. So that's the first thing people have to know. And the line was drawn in the sand in 2016. Uh Donald Trump was asked. This will come out later. But Donald Trump was asked by the generals to run. He's an outsider. And they they were going to run a simultaneous operation, meaning we know for fact I can show you I'm about to show you. Where there's a continuity of government in paper, in writing, and it is actually, you have visuals to show it's happening and, and being implemented, as I guess would be the right term. But then also they wanted to run a simultaneous operation with the military to clean out the deep state, um, and so it's a military operation with a continuity of government. The uh, what what shows this, I call it a blueprint. I have a little blueprint that I'm kind of known for, I guess now. But yeah. the low war manual. Was reissued or issued. The Department of Defense had a new war manual. So its military lawyers and federal lawyers got together, and they took the Libra Code of 1863, Geneva Conventions, Hague Conventions, and also Nuremberg Trials, plus the law of war manuals from Canada, Germany, Australia, wow. and United Kingdom. Jeez. And they they took all the strengths out of those, combined those to strengthen our, our uniform code of military justice, which is our new military law. So. There's that. When did that they, they, do,
1: that? When did they okay. do that one?
2: It was issued June the 12th,
1: 2015. Oh, wow.
2: Donald Trump rolls down the escalator four days later to announce. Oh, his really?
1: Campaign. Oh, are you kidding me? Gee.
2: Then you had the Military Justice Act of 2016. Now, it didn't get passed until the uh, 2017 NDAA, so the National Defense Authorization Act. It didn't get passed until that, but it was called the Military Justice Act of 2016. That's when they actually started writing on that. So when you okay. think of the law of war manual, then you have Trump rolling down the escalator, then you have the Military Justice Act, then you have the election, which no one gave him a shot to win. Nobody gave him. There was 0% that he would win, and all the funny little videos that were circulated during that time period, they did that on purpose. This was all planned. The military... Um, people are going to learn some cool things about the military. They always knew when Donald Trump says we have it all, with have all. He's talking about military intelligence. They've mm-hmm. always known they've always had all the dirt and we never, you know, that's why no one can point a finger per se. They can, or it, it could either be all on point fingers or none on point fingers to say, how come no one ever took a stand before then? If they always knew, well, yeah. they had a lot of dirty people behind the scenes that would, would, you know, you, you could go missing. Right. Um, and you could end up somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we we know this in history. We have evidence of mafias. We have evidence of of cabals and deep state and, and mysterious people going missing. Um, so we, we have facts of that. But you had the election where he just he was given no chance. Uh, The same night, I'm the one that took that picture. I I put it out on the Internet a long time ago with uh, Putin and Trump side by side. And it was Fox News. And it said, ready for reset. Reset was in single quotations. All right. So then you fast forward three days before he took office. The Federal Continuity Directive 1 was issued. So that's your first continuity of government document. It's 68 pages long. And it outlines how all three branches of government, are under a continuity of government, so that means yes, Congress knows, yes, the courts know, yes, they know. Um, so, and, that and was you're going at
1: the end. Excuse me, at, at the end, you were going to give you the, the the website where people can find all these documents. But uh, one person asked me this earlier today. They said, "Is this is this in the federal? Is this is this somewhere they can go and look these up after you uh, quote them?" And you're going to give the actual .gov sites. Is that?
2: Right. That's that correct. Right? Yeah, you can. Or if you just whatever you use, you know, whatever search engine you use, you just type in federal continuity directive one and two, and they'll pop up under the federal register gov. They're official. That's where all of our uh, documents go uh, for our laws, our executive orders and things of that nature under federal register.gov. gov. So um, and it'll pull up a PDF file. Um, it'll still be a dot gov, but it'll yeah. be a PDF that'll pull up. um and it's the first one is 68 pages. The other one is uh, 41 pages. Um, so that, that was three days before he took office. Then when he took office on the inauguration day, there was, there was some optics there that day. He had two military officers standing behind him um, and, and their headbands kind of like on a cowboy hat, you have a band uh, on their headbands was military intelligence. And the other one was judge advocate general. So Jack, wow. So when,
0: when he
2: says we have it all, we've called them all the, the ones who catch that, the criminals, are, you know, military intelligence. And the ones who punish criminals in the military are Jack. Um, so, um, so that was a get-go from the start. Um, and then, to make things shorter, he issued 10 executive orders between December 2017 and March 2020, 10 with national emergencies inside of them. Two of those were verbal. Uh, but eight were in executive order form. Um, now what makes that difference? Sure. Bush had uh, done some executive orders that went over in Obama and Clinton had done some national emergencies that went over in Bush, but what made this separate and what separated Donald Trump from everybody and anybody outside of Roosevelt in world war two in March, 2020, there was what I call the turning point of everything. March, 2020, uh, he was asked by CNN and Fox and ABC and all those, are you a wartime president? And he said, yes, I believe I am. Now he was never going to come out and tell you everything that I've told you. And a lot of this stuff is once again, it's all law. It's all orders. It's. .gov or. Mil and. Mil is our official government sites for military. Uh, but he was never going to voice this to the public as he said in 2016. So that's why 2016 and 2020 are pivotal years. 2016 on the campaign trail, he said specifically that never again will we voice to the public what's going on with our military. Because if you find out, guess who else finds out? So that was very pivotal when he said that. Now move forward to 2020, March 2020, when he said that, he also said that when he when he said I'm a wartime president, he also said we're in a different war, but same scenario as World War Two. Different war meaning an invisible regime. He clarified that we're fighting an invisible regime not known to the people. We know them. The military knows them. Military intelligence knows who they are. But the people don't know who they are. Um, So that's all your rhinos and your swamp and your deep state. But even they have people, what we call rats, that you won't know who they are who did their dirty work for them, not just in the U.S., but all over. So different war, same scenario as World War II. All right, so the same scenario would be the same laws, the same orders that were used in World War II. A lot of those are being used now. For example, example, Roosevelt, when people, there's always this uh, debate out there, can a president declare war over Congress? Um, And what, what does the Constitution say? Well, what they're showing you, they, who's they, the military generals and also Donald Trump being the outsider, what they're showing you is, they used Donald Trump as an outsider, outside of the system, a not a career politician. They took an outsider and showed America that he could keep a steady economy, steady infrastructure, steady everything, and actually flourishing along with a stable military. As you and I know in history, a Republican president typically would come in, boost all our... Defense. Right. And the economy would slack off. Right. And then you'd have a Democrat come in who would cut the, the the expenses of the military. And then the economy would take off. They showed you they're showing you that that was all a federal government, a federal corporation, though, that was planned. It's uh, what I call the, the motto they have where they it's basically like they'll start a fire over here that they got the resolution to put it out. Right. And they keep the emotions of the people always up and down, up and down, up and down. Because, Mm -hmm. why? that creates money in certain brackets. Right. Depending on what brackets you are. Right. It creates that. Um, It's 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 basically the other slogan is um, we already you know, we we create a problem. We already have a solution to. Um, So they use Donald Trump to expose the federal corporation that there's there can be no president now that follows him that can make an excuse that it can't be done. That's what they did. They had him school the federal corporation in every single facet plus the military. And that's what they're showing people. Now they weren't going to come out and, and, you know, here's the blueprint. Here's, here's all the orders. They showed you along the way, you know, and that's what people should have been doing. Like I did was when he'd hold up something and he'd show, he signed it. Well, in two or three days it's on the federal register and you can go read it. And these things don't read complicated. They don't read like very difficult. Like most people think of laws. They think it's going to have some kind of legalities and, and hidden terms that are difficult to read. These orders read straightforward. This is what we're doing or this is what this is. This committee does this or this law. It's straightforward. Uh-huh. So that March 2020 was a pivotal month. That's when he declared two verbal national emergencies and then via executive order 13912. This is what made him a wartime president. He federalized 1 million national guard to act to duty. Now that's a direct military order. Now you got to go back to the military justice act military laws and civil laws are separate from each other. They're two president. He's the president of the people. He's the commander in chief of the military. There are two separate laws, two separate roles, two separate duties and two separate obligations. That became a direct order, meaning he's the commander of that order. He holds that command until that order is rescinded or mission accomplished. And that very order, even though Biden extended it, Biden is a continuity of government. Biden is a World War II history repeat. They call it a Commonwealth Act 671. And you can, it's hard to find. They hid our history very well. But on gazette.gov, you can find about the Commonwealth Act, Roosevelt put in a puppet for the Philippines. This puppet would meet the press and the media come out at while the real president was in what they call exile in full control of his military and the protection of his people. And Roosevelt and the U.S. flew him back and forth to the U.S. during that time period, while this guy, the other guy, the puppet, faced the media and faced the, the news that way. Um, so, and it was a little different style back then. It wasn't that, that they were, the Philippines was uh, doing what we're doing. Um, it was a little different history, but that the law was still there. It's a law.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give.
2: And then, so when you take Roosevelt and that history, what Donald Trump and the military are doing um, is the First and Second War Powers Act. Congress gave Roosevelt the power to restructure the executive branch where a president could declare war. And it became known as the First War Powers Act and then the Second War Powers Act. The Second War Powers Act, all it did was talk about land and naval capabilities. Um, and back then in World War II, they had to use municipal and regional and international airports and the interstates to land aircraft for emergency states. Um, And then also different places in our waters we had control of. um, And and it was a it was a martial law situation in World War II as well, where, you know, certain people weren't supposed to be out at certain times. Uh, Their lights had to be out at certain times. Um, So that Second War Powers Act kind of aided the first. Um, Now, when you go look at uh, the First and Second War Powers Act, it transferred over to what we call 50 United States Code, which is the codes for war and national defense. Um, So that's where, I mean, and the codes are very long. uh, But where where Trump was able to not only did that, so that Executive Order 13912 was a federal, that became a federal order. It's also found in 10 United States Code 1209, but also in that war manual, not the manual manual, but in the United States Code, the 50 United States Code, under 50 U.S. Code, Chapter 33, Section 1541, Donald Trump was able to declare war as a president via national emergency. It specifically says there's three bullet points there, and it specifically shows when he can't do this and he can't do this and he can't do this, then he has to declare war via these three things. And it was national emergency would be his. And he had 10 of them, Uh, eight via executive orders and two verbal, a total of 10. Um, So, you know, and that order has been extended to mid, uh, which would be March. This would be this March uh, 2024. So when you go back and look at the federal continuity directives, the first one is uh, operational dates were 2018 to 2022. So according to it, it's been completed. The federal continuity directive, two was issued June 13th, 2017, which also should show you something very important. If the first one was issued three days before Trump took office and the second one was put out June 13th, 2017, give or take five and a half months after he's in office, five months, give or take. Then it shows you that this thing is still on board because why would they issue a second one? right? And
1: And, Pardon me if I'm jumping ahead, but are you saying in those dates and these are in in effect until such and such? Are you making a claim right now by those acts that he is still commander in chief and or he's still president? What is it that you're saying for anyone? that's he's saying still,
2: He is still. Well, he's acting as commander in chief right now. Okay. Um, okay. Not not a visual president, but sure, by law and order, he could still be titled president. But he's acting as commander in chief because when he declared that executive order, Uh, which is a 50 United States code, once again, chapter 33, section 1541. And then he put it in an an executive order, which makes it federal as well. Um, And it's under 10 United States code, chapter 1209, um, which is the same title 10 that every soldier, every soldier who has ever taken the oath took the oath under title 10. So that's why you can't, you can't have one without the other. You can't have someone out there saying this ain't true. And that ain't all that don't work like that. It's the same Title 10. Wow. So you'll find that you'll find that executive order where he federalized one million National Guard. That is a direct military order, meaning he's the commander in chief of that. Now, I'm going to show you something that he did that I don't think it's ever been done in history that I can tell what he did. He did something shortly after that, which was very iconic, very monumental. But first, people need to know, yeah, the federal continuity directive to the operational dates of that or 2020 to 2024? What are the odds that that same executive order is extended out? The National Guard are on active duty until 2024 and the wow. Federal Continuity Directive 2, which is the implementation phase of 1. 1 outlines what's going to happen and this, 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 and this. You have to go read about it. It shows emergency response groups. Um, it shows emergency communications. It shows emergency radios. Um, Donald Trump's been hinting a lot about we're going to have a uh, decimation of, of 75 to 85 percent of street crime, which is martial law taught, which you would need emergency communications for that. You would need emergency radios for that. Um, he's also said pretty soon we're going to put our beautiful flag on the surface of Mars, Mars Military Auxiliary Radio System. There's uh, your he didn't
1: mean he didn't necessarily mean no. the real Mars at all. That was a con. No, no, right?
2: no, no, not at all. Um, wow. So he's been hinting around on that. Um, and not really hinting. That's just code language. And and I understand. You know, people. I've been asked before how many average Americans will know that doesn't matter. He has to make a proclamation uh, according to uh, national emergencies. He has to make proclamations to Congress as well every six months. Um, so, um, so he's not just
1: he's-, he's not just being clever and having fun and hiding a code. He's he's making a legal requirement that he must declare these things. And so he's doing it. He's just doing it in code so that the average person doesn't even realize it.
2: Yeah. And then the other thing is, is the fact that, you know, he said November the 15th, 2022, that's when he dropped the Mars comment. But he also said, hey, there's many, many. So you use double plural. I mean, every little word counts. He said, we have many, many Americans who still have no clue what's going on. And we need every patriot on board, Um and And what what he's still trying to get out there is this is that so many people focus on judgment of how you live your life, how to, you know what you like, what you like to drink, smoke, eat, this, that, whatever it is. When none of that has anything to do with anything, our Constitution actually protects everybody as a whole. As long as you're not harming anybody, as long as you're not harming your neighbor or your friend or whoever it is, as long as you're not doing that, um, the, the Constitution protects you as a whole and it protects your choice. Now, personally, I know that our founders were Christian men. I know that they were godly men. Um, I don't ever negate that. I stand for that. Um, we are a Christian nation. We're a godly yeah. nation, and we need to keep that precedent. However, you know, it also still protects those out there as long as you're not harming anybody.
1: Yeah.
2: We, we have too many who still want to look at one man and judge him based off a of life they don't even know about. And so it has nothing to do with everybody's livelihood. It actually has everything to do with it in a different way. I always use that as a double standard. It's like, well, it don't, but it does in a different way. Because what they're doing, the military, what they've been cleaning out is going to make everybody's lives better. They're implementing a new quantum system, which is a financial system. Uh, We're going to get back to something that's backed by gold and silver again. That way we can account for, the money we print per se. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not an expert in that field either, but I do read quantum.gov. I read as much as I can on it. I know it's legit. I know it's real. We have, once there's another site, Um, quantum.gov. It talks about it. It talks about the quantum act that Donald Trump passed. Um, So there's a lot of things behind that. Um, And then also they're cleaning out Congress. They're cleaning out a lot of these systems that we've had. We know for fact, Lou Dobbs was was re, you know removed from CNN way back for saying that Dominion systems would have future implications on voting. Uh, this was like in two thousand five or six seven somewhere really? there. I mean, this was way back. Um, you know, and this was before anybody really knew about who was running these systems and who was behind. You know, no one really thinks about when they go to the voter booth those those systems. Someone had to build it. Someone had to uh, program it. You know, someone has to plug it up. You know, no one wants to think about those those entities. The same thing with our currency. No one ever wants to think about the Federal Reserve. No one wants to think about those machines that print the money and and the serial numbers stamped on there and who accounts for that. No one ever thinks of those things. You know, when it every little detail matters. Um, so when you look at the bigger picture, um, it wasn't going to be able to. to they weren't going to be able to clean this out within a matter of a few weeks. You know, you hear people all the time, even people who are what they call awake, oh, I'm ready for this to be over. Well, you got to understand, I mean, this was a massive, massive operation on both sides, federal and military. Um, And then uh, little things like uh, DARPA. DARPA requested in 2019, DARPA went to all universities uh, across the U.S. and asked for immediate access to their tunnels. Uh, military.com also reported in 2018 and different times, uh, Washington Post and others, that our United States military are training for our next wars will we'll be in mega cities, not inside them, but beneath them, tunnels, okay? Um, wow. And then I have all the aircraft documents I, I documented all throughout 2021, a lot of P-8 Poseidons um, and P-3 Orions, and those aircraft are what we call sniffers. They sniff out submarines. They're able to penetrate that low find submarines deep in water. Well, what are they doing flying inland? What were they doing all over the inlands, all over the, the what they call the flyover states? They, I have multiple documents of those aircraft nowhere near water. What are they doing? If they can find a submarine, they can find a tunnel. Okay. so there's a lot of things that people didn't get to yeah, see and, you know little- it's
1: only been within this year that i came to hear that and think and, and apparently the the average american if not almost all of them have no idea of the tunnel network of tunnels underneath our cities or oh. you you just said universities i didn't know is that so i mean are the, how big are these tunnels if you have any cities the, as big I mean, as cities
2: can- they run, they run pretty, a lot of them run long distances. Um, I've been in one under the University of Alabama and it was by mere chance uh, back in uh, like 2011. We had a tornado um, come through and it was pretty, pretty bad. Um, and so we, uh, we had to go down into uh, up under the basement per se. Well, we saw this tunnel and buddy of mine, we saw it, we're like, dang, what is that? Um, and and while we were down there, uh, you know, it's like, well, we didn't know how long we we're going to be down there. So um, and we almost felt like they forgot about us cause we, we were down there for about three hours. Um, and, uh, so he and I just started, you know, taking a little walk, uh, just to see how far it goes. And, um, it was headed, uh, east towards Birmingham. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, it was as far as you could see. Um, really? so you know, we didn't, we didn't go any further cause once again, you know, then we were afraid we'd get trapped down there and, yeah. uh, you know, was it but- just
1: a path, uh, uh or whether, were, were there, um,
2: I mean, they look just like a subway tunnel kind of deal. Like okay. it looks a lot of metal, um, yeah. you know, especially that kind of infrastructure to hold the ground up. Um, I mean, and, and these have taken years to build, you know, I mean, it's not like they were just were built overnight. Um, and and I have a picture somewhere on the phone of, of uh, a military guy put out uh, where a lot of the tunnels are uh, elsewhere in the U S and um, so, you know, they, they're there and and of course, you know, I mean, we we've had hints about it in our history. You remember the underground railroad? Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of hints about these things and And you know, see, I, I thought know. that
1: I always thought that was some sort of metaphorical statement. I didn't realize it was literally underground. You're saying it was literally underground?
2: Literally underground, yeah. And you know, and of course our military's been known about these things too. And of course the the White House, I mean, that has underground tunnels, uh, a lot of people have actually um, you know, when they've taken tours of the White House, get to see a little bit of it. they really? that got that privilege. Um, I know some people have been down in there. Um, and, uh, but they, you know, it runs out. And then you had people like Al Capone back in the day. Uh, there's a studio in Nashville that's uh, noted for this. It's, it's got little escape routes out of the, the studio. And those tunnels would run way out in the woods. Um, so whenever he was hiding out, um, and then he felt like he was threatened Uh, he could hit this tiny little, I mean, it was a tiny tunnel. This one was, um, and it runs all the way out under the foothills of the, the little, uh, you know, they, they're not necessarily mountains in Tennessee, but they're, they're mountain enough. And it would run way out, way out there. And then they have a little hole and no one would suspect it back then. Uh, That was, that was high technology back, back in those days. So even, even mafia members thought of those things and, uh, so these things have been thought of for years and, um, you know, and then, uh, when you, when you see it in writing though, when you see in actual Washington Post and some credible sites out there talking about immediate access, uh, for the military, um, you know, they, of course they, they, some of the articles are safe for research and things of that nature. And that's just not the case. Cause when you go to military.com, um, and military, I think it's military com, actually has a video of subterranean warfare. Of what our troops would be, uh, you know, doing under these these tunnels. So
1: let me ask you a question about the military because um, there's the 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 term that's a ne- very negative term. Uh, I think J- JFK, the original JFK, uh, used that term too. Is called the military-industrial complex, and they're they're the bad guys, kind of. They can be the black hats. I don't know if it's exclusively black hats or if it's primarily run by bad. People, I don't. So there would be some who would argue that the, our military is so taken over by corrupted men that there's not enough of the good guys left to um, fight on behalf of Trump. I don't know how to. I don't even know how to say this. What? What do you? That was a. Uh,
2: that was a lot. Well, it was a lot of the the generals per se. Uh, you know, like the higher ups. Okay. Uh, because military, military is a need no basis. Uh, Most guys, there's a lot of veterans that don't even uh, know what what I'm talking about. And it's because they haven't read and and studied um, and not knocking them. But I've, you know, I have, I don't receive a lot of trolls per se, but um, I've had a few veterans that they just don't read, right? But um, but the military is a need to know basis. um, And the military doesn't teach uh, soldiers what I am talking about. They don't teach that. They don't even teach our history. When you enlist in the military, you just sign up. You, uh, sign a contract. Um, you, you go study, whatever you're in, you go to boot camp or basic training, basic combat training. Um, and then you go to your tech school, you learn all about your tech and then boom, you're, you're, you're in your duty station or, and doing your thing. They don't teach you anything about history. They don't teach you anything about that. Now I had a Colonel, uh, one Colonel particular, um, who would ask questions about the revolutionary war and, and flip you a challenge coin. Um, If you got it right now, it ended up being me and like two other people raising our hand the whole time. And he would get mad and frustrated. Right. Because he loved the fact that we knew stuff. Uh, But he would look around and say, look at all these other people in in here, 230 soldiers and they don't give a dang. And, you know, and and that's where we are now. He's an officer. Right. And he was a colonel. So he's looking at a bunch of enlisted who signed up for what? For stability, housing, uh, medical, dental, uh, you know, GI Bill, all those things. They weren't signing up because, oh, you know, they failed to call in to do so. See, I enlisted with a degree, which shows a lot of veterans who do know that uh, I enlisted with a degree, meaning I could have gone straight to officer candidate school and didn't. I, I felt to call and I'd go join the front line first, get a little experience there. Then I was going to do my, my packet later and never got that chance due to severe injuries. But that military industrial complex you're talking about was actually uh, Dwight Eisenhower's speech, January 17th. Uh, 1961 um, and what's what's amazing are all these dates always come back january 17 yeah. 1961 well january wow. 17 was the issue of the federal continuity directive uh so it's oh, kind of wow. cool how some <laughs> of these dates uh always uh come back are they, but,
1: are they meant to by the way are they meant to uh, be uh, on, on a on a delta where people say well this is a five-year delta or a 20-year delta. do they do that on purpose yeah
2: everything Everything has a purpose. Every number has a purpose, like the 17, even the 17. uh, Donald Trump, the first uh, he had 17 uh, gold fringe flags behind him back in January 2021. Uh, There were 17. There's 17 military related agencies of the 21 agencies that are with the quantum.gov. So that's kind of cool. And so, yeah, a lot of these numbers have a reflection. But but to really address that, though, about the military industrial thing, um, you know, it's like. There's always like an 80-20 rule, and I give a shout-out to Major Freddie out there. There's a Major Freddy's channel. Um, guy's got a lot of experience in the military and also three-letter agencies, uh, working for them all around the world for 40-plus for years. Um, and so he and I talk a lot. But uh, the military-industrial complex is what Donald, President Trump's been talking about. It. He's been talking at some of his speeches. Um, he doesn't say that terminology, but what he says is we're going to end lobbying, And we're going to end defense contracts because those guys have keep have great excuses to keep us in wars. Um, And he recently called it stupid wars. And then in his uh, Waco, Texas speech, um, he he used a a ruthless term um, for the for the wars. um, He called them stupid uh, warmongers um, as specific words. And he's like, I don't like the word stupid. He specifically said, I don't like the word stupid, but these are stupid warmongers. And they just keep excuses of why we should stay in war. And every war, every war since Korea, that's why, that's why um, Eisenhower had that speech. Every single war since Korea has been man-made. We made an excuse to go there. The other thing that happened in 73, after the First and Second War Powers Act, they had a Powers Resolution Act of 73. All right. And it was supposed to kind of get more balance back into the president and and Congress being able to declare wars of that nature uh, versus something that was an attack on our nation. This is a foreign war act.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
2: Well, in that act, they passed that 73 Every single president has violated that act before 2016. So Obama and Bush and and Clinton, they all, all the way back, Bush senior, they all violated this act to go to where we went to Iraq. Well, we went to Vietnam. Okay. So those presidents there, uh, Lyndon Johnson was a big aid in keeping that going. Um, You know, and then you had some that were trying to get out of the situation. But, you know, once we'd already put our foot over there um, and done so much damage, uh, then when you try to pull out, you can't pull out the wrong way either because uh, what you've done in those nations um, and how you handle that. So every president since Korea has made an excuse to start a war for money, say some kind of monetary value or resources. And we should have never been there. And at some point, this was going to have to be addressed. And it's going to be a pain. Uh, It's going to be a a agonizing pain in our nation because I have a relative. He had just turned 18. He got killed in Vietnam. So you don't want to feel like someone's life was um, snuffed out in in the wrong kind of way. You can't make certain families. But at the same time, we've all had somebody that was lost in this stupid war. created by men and at some point it's going to have to be addressed and that's what they're doing. Um, and they're, they're trying to ease into that. Um, so yeah, uh, there was a military industrial complex. There has been bad leadership. Um, just recently there was a poll that DOD put out and it was, uh, ROTC cadets. It was also officers from, uh, West Point, the Naval Academy. Uh, they, they did a poll, um, you know, about the military and, Sure enough, it's always leadership that that everybody votes is lacking. Now, what the new law of war manual is doing, chapter 18 of the new law of war manual, since June 2017, there's been a, on my count that I can find um, on all the articles out there, there's been 114 commanders who have been relieved of duty because of lack of leadership or a wow. confidence by, by their leadership, lost confidence, and they've been removed from duty. Um, some of those were probably forced into a retirement. Some of those were just put to another station and might get a second chance depending on the severity of the loss of confidence. But 114, that's a lot of commanders. When you think that's about the lowest level, the two lowest, uh, officers out of that were captains. So the rest were all high, higher enlisted, uh, colonels and generals, uh, being removed of duty, and then there's is, a few it,
1: is it your belief that that Trump, because you believe he's act, he's an acting commander in chief, can he be without us seeing it replacing some of those himself, or com- or commanding it to be so, or is it does it just have the effect as if he was doing it because there's people that are loyal to him?
2: Good question. You uh, so there was that other executive order I was supposed to bring up. There's, oh, okay. there's so much to this, right? <laughs> so there's a lot. Uh, but this was <clears throat> this is very iconic what he did so after he federalized the one million national guard in march 2020 fema also declared those emergencies with him and then recently recently fema showed you who's still president they're showing you in many different ways without telling you or without showing you like just so recently so fema fema whenever trump went to ohio uh before that fema was not going to go to ohio not going not going not going and donald trump comes on tv Biden was supposedly in Ukraine. First off, Biden is not real, ladies and gentlemen. He's an actor. I can prove that on January 20th that he received a, we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, you know
1: what, while there. you're saying that, Derek, I asked Emily if she has it to post that picture again. Are you okay with that, that picture of those two oh, side by yeah. side? Yeah, because we it's from our last show. There it goes. Talk about that.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go.
1: Okay, so the one on the left is obviously <laughs> the real one. The one on the right is the fake, right? That's
2: correct. Well, look at the chin. So you got one; you got a round chin, and the other one has a dimple, uh, and yes. that's your jaw. That's not that's not just your skin, all yeah. right. Then you're uh, looking at the screen. Uh, the left ear, one's a lobe, a detached lobe. One's the the one on the right's got an attached lobe. Then um, you look at the indention right here between the eyes. Then you look at black eyes and blue eyes. Um, yeah, you know, that's there, doesn't there, show. and then. And when you smile, like when I smile, my my top teeth show. When I smile, I'm I'm a I'm a top teeth guy. My, yeah. So. And, and so is the real Biden.
1: So is, yeah. So is the real Biden. So because it's not necessarily
2: smiling there in the right picture. However, you can tell the the mouth structure. You can tell a lot there. Um, yeah, then, it's
1: kind of yeah. I, the mouth is a dead giveaway in in a bunch of ways. You know, a bunch of and it's so, you know,
2: Well. I know I'm hopping around and we'll get the we'll get to President Trump in a minute now that we're on Biden. So January 20th, 2021, just when everybody thought they went, the whole world thought they witnessed an inauguration of Biden. They didn't. The military. Let me this. I know that you got people out there like you're just saying that lose confidence in the military. Oh, how many were good? How many were bad? Yada, yada, yada. Look, I mean, it's an eighty-twenty rule is, is kind of what Major Freddie and I talk about. It, it was not as bad as you think it was. It was mainly in the top-level leadership, okay. um, and they they lacked no courage and no spine and no integrity. Well, those have been cleaned out, and Donald Trump said that. He specifically has said, we have, stu- we have stupid TV generals. Don't look at them. My generals. It's Those generals are the ones leading it. The ones on TV are part of the con- continuity of government because – Once again, when you read those continuity directives, every branch government, everything is under continuity of government. And then also, when he became a wartime president, he also has powers to do what? Shut down TV, Internet, radio, things of that nature in 47 U.S. Code 606, which is actually titled War Powers of the President. That is the title of that code. So if he can shut them down, he can control the narrative. And they needed to control the narrative with a continuity of government. That way they were able to, to do all this without having too much riffraff in the streets. We didn't need the whole country in unrest. We didn't need the whole country out in the streets thinking that there was World War III going on. We don't need the good old boys with their AR-15s in the, in the streets not knowing who they're shooting. This is an invisible regime. It's not the people. And once the people... When they outline and show everybody the truth of what's been going on via drug trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, child trafficking, mm-hmm. and all the other stuff that's been going on. When they show this, they're going to show it to people. It's going to happen because in order for us to have a true cleansing of this spiritual warfare and also yeah. information warfare, they're going to have to show people. And once people see that, a lot more people are going to come together versus getting out and fighting each other because they've pinned us against each other. other over race over religion over patriotism they've pinned this together through through many 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 years so most people are built to love and and the bible teaches that we're we're most people refer to love before they refer to conflict uh or revert to it um and and that'll show uh but but people need to see that the military they don't. They have eight years, four and eight years, to get this correct, right? And it's the army. It's the Third ID, so Third Infantry Division of the Army, who performs all presidential inaugurations. So they have four and eight years to get this right. Traditionally, there's four cannons for every inauguration, all right? And you can go all the way back to JFK. They they have they have it in video. You can see the four cannons and every president between JFK uh, up to. Uh, 2021 you can go back and look all right well actually 2017 because that was the last four cannons in a different way so on january 20 2021 when the whole world thought they witnessed biden having inauguration all right let's go over to joint base andrews first all right donald trump he's at joint base andrews both air force ones were present they're really both in cbs all kinds of others have pictures of this. You can see both Air Force Ones on the tarmac. All right. Well, the the president-elect traditionally throughout history has always received a ride in the Air Force One. It's just always been a, been a tradition. Air Force One, right? Not Trump Force One. Air Force One. All right. Both Air Force Ones are on the tarmac. Donald Trump rolls off on the red carpet rollout and on the fourth ruffle, which is very key, on the fourth one of those, boom, the 21-gun salute starts with four cannons. Four cannons were at Joint Base Andrews with Donald Trump with the official presidential salute battery. They had the official salute battery, all right, the 3rd Infantry ID, known as the Old Guard. All right, now let's roll over to when the whole world, the whole world now thought they saw Biden receive an inauguration. All right. It's also the army who performs all funeral services for former presidents. It's the the army. All right. Where they actually show them at the grave, the grave, putting them down. There's been other salutes by the Marines and the Air Force and that. But it's the army who actually puts the presidents in the ground. All right. They use three cannons. Three. How come Joe Biden had three cannons on his quote unquote inauguration? He had he received a full grade military funeral service in front of the world.
1: <laughs> man, I can't make this stuff. And up, so
2: man. when you go to army, when you go and you can Google this, ladies and gentlemen, you can go over to Google or whatever you use, and when you type in US funeralsgovernormilitary it it'll pull up and it'll be the official army site, and it's it tells all about the funerals that the army does. For the former president and it shows a three gun volley it's called a three volley salute and it says not to be confused with a 21 gun salute meaning this is not a salute this is not a salute so very key um and so the whole world witnessed this now and you can't take this this thing, this is on c-span it's all over youtube you can go to the official c-span and all these other websites there they are the three cannons and none of the uniforms were were actual, they were not real uniforms, first off. Uh, the other thing, he never touched the wreath. Every president touches the wreath of the unknown soldier. He didn't touch the wreath. That's another symbolic thing, showing that they're not going to let him touch the wreath. He's not worthy of touching the wreath. The other thing that military picks up on is you always wear a cover outside. Uh, you have a what they call a patrol crap when you're in fatigues, and then you have a a cover, as we call it, when you're in your your service uniform, your garrison uniform, or anything whatever you're going to call it, your dress uniform. Um, there's a soldier right beside that wreath that doesn't have a cover on, and everybody else does. That's a no-no. Everybody's always in unison. Uh, they've shown I've shown pictures on my my sites out there, of Biden getting off Marine One. They're in in flight suits. Marines in flight suit. They're in in really? like a little, really? like that. Yeah, and they're wearing patrol caps with a flight suit. Not even the little what I call them canoe caps. Um, it's just everything it, it, one's wearing a belt one's not wearing a belt it, it's <laughs> everything's just so uh, it's so obvious for, for better
1: and the people but, that is a, I mean in a nutshell would you think these guys doing all of these fake ceremonies are they basically laughing to themselves at what they're doing oh you know uh, I mean? well
2: you know I don't know if they're necessarily laughing uh, because if they have any kind of um, heart like I do towards the uniform they know that people die in that uniform Okay. Uh, but they are actors. Um, you know, when Donald Trump, there's a lot of comms. He said, uh, like, you know, when he says the words, the word central casting, when you go to Google again and you type in central casting, the very first thing that pops up is the leading background actor agency in the United States, of America, central casting. Um, so when, uh, when he started really? saying this in 2017, he'd point to a general in 2017. And he said, you, you're central casting. If I was going to film a movie, You'd be the general. He said that 23 times from 2017 to 2018. Really? So he's yeah. just,
1: that's a calm himself. He's telling people calm. what's that's really right. going you're on. You're watching the movie.
2: <laughs> he's telling everybody you're watching a movie. He said it the other day at CPAC. Uh, CPAC. He uh, talked about Tom Homan. Where's Tom Homan at? Tom Homan, you're central casting. I mean, he's just telling everybody, <laughs> oh, uh, <yeah>. you know, <laughs> so now, I get it. I get the people out there that say, well, why would we joke about people who are you know, living and dying? Well, we die every day, ladies and gentlemen. My thing to that is saying, hey, why are you just now coming to the fight? People die every day. So that's that's inevitable. Life and death are inevitable. Those are the first things you should learn about life is that those things are inevitable. So it's like my grandpa used to say, if you're too worried about dying, you're not busy living and you better get busy doing that because it, it goes quick. So you have different ways that people look at it. But at the same time, you know, life does go on. We have to live our life. We have to, you know, eat, sleep, uh, do whatever we do, work, whatever people do out there. You have to have jobs and things of that nature. If you have kids, you have to provide, you know, so it's like, uh, we have so many levels of where people are awake and whatnot. uh, But the ones that do always get to me, is like, well, people people are dying every day. And I'm like, well, people die every day. Uh, It's inevitable. And it makes it, me look cold in a different way, but I'm not. I'm just saying, Hey, look, I mean, you have to understand what's going on. And when you understand what's going on, then you can find your place and what you can do and where you can help. Because as he said, we need every patriot on board. So really getting back really fast. I know that we've danced around a little bit,
1: but it's been good, look, when you
2: ask about what Trump's doing, what, what I think he's doing and what I, I feel really confident to say um, is this. The reason why they, opted for a controlled operation is the fact that we have so many Americans who don't know what's going on. They opted for a controlled operation because there's so much stuff they had to clean out that most people would never know was, was taking place, never knew what's going on. So they did a controlled operation and also was where you can't put point your finger at one man if you thought he's acting in a dictatorship or totalitarianism and things of that nature. So what Donald Trump did after he federalized the one million national guard he also, in executive order, gave the Secretary of Defense equal authority to federalize the National Guard to active duty. So normally your Secretary of Defense is up under the president, right, up yeah, under right. the chief. He equalized them. He gave in order. That order is still active, is still current, has not been revoked, has not been revised. That means it's still active and it's running parallel with this order over here that federalized the National Guard. He gave him equal authority. Well, that'd be Christopher Miller, not Lloyd Austin. So it shows you a lot of levels there, but he gave him equal authority. What I think Donald Trump did was what any other good manager does, because he wasn't a military man, even though he respects the military, loves the military, yeah. has a great sense of what's going on. Sure. What I think he did was what any great manager does is a delegator. He says, all right, generals, men, women, generals, Multiple layers of generals, world generals. This ain't just a U.S. thing uh, because of all the countries that we're in pacts with, and the Abraham Accords, the Law of War Manual, countries, uh, the the Coast Guard and Navy. We're we're in pacts with other countries with that. Um, so uh, then, when when he ended NAFTA and he created the uh, the Canadian uh, Mexican agreement, so we became partners with them in a different way. So there's a lot of countries that are operating those generals. What I think he did was delegate and go sit back uh when i've been with him he's had two phones with him which means one's the phone and one's a phone um and so i've seen him on the phone before not his personal phone um so you know it's one of those things where i think he's just being a good delegator and he's the guy hey if there's you absolutely need me call me uh kind of deal or if you need my input whatever but i think he's he he delegated it meaning this whenever they revealed this everybody i mean once again can't no one point a finger at one man they'd have to point it at all these men and women generals not just in the u.s but around the world um now i can also um clarify and i say clarify i can also validate uh the fact now i don't know if i'm gonna get to go we're still working on it there's still a few things i gotta jump through some hoops and boundaries to do but I do have my official DoD uh, Department of Defense itinerary and official uh, invitation to go to Guantanamo Bay in June and July. Oh, wow. I can say that fact. Uh wow. I have that in email. I have that in Word document. I have the official uh, emails from uh, the people in DC. Um, it is legit. The, you know, the New York Times put this out December 29 twenty twenty one. That that. Military tribunals were coming mid-2023 with joint sessions running at the same time. And I now have confirmation. Um, and I have a radio station that's sponsoring me to go. Uh they're FEMA, they're FEMA, there's FEMA again, they're FEMA uh regulated, they're also um FCC, and they're also an emergency alert system station. Uh they pay their dues for that. Um so, um, those those are legit. Those are happening. That's amazing. And I, and, you know, I got the I have the Gitmo plane going every single day. Um, you do. People don't. Know
1: Let me just yeah. tell people that it's, it's on your Telegram channel, and you'll have multiple screenshots the, the, showing the plane on the screen. You put what the call sign is, right? You put the call sign. One of them is Gitmo something, and you know it's either going or coming when it's got that. Is that about right? You're constantly showing.
2: Yeah, and they and they're, uh, they're VIP aircraft. They're not uh, – now, I did get – I called a C-130 coming out there the other day. Uh, but uh, there was a Brazilian aircraft that flew from Brazil up and around Guantanamo Bay and over to uh, to Melbourne uh, yesterday. And I have a bunch of Brazilian aircraft also operating out of Florida uh, down near the uh, Space Force Base, et cetera. So, but, yeah, uh, it's Gitmo uh, 001, Gitmo 0845, 844 um and uh, like
1: well, lodged about everyday and, and is it your belief or contention or do you know that there are other tribunals that have been going on as we speak even though these this will kick in in December at Guantanamo do you believe there's other uh, tribunals that have been going on
0: like what you're hearing help us continue to make elijah streams and the elijah streams podcast possible head to elijahstreams.com/give now back to the show
2: I think what they've been doing is uh releasing a lot of the guys that were held uh, falsely uh oh, up really? under nine eleven. Um they've been you mean, uh there was
1: you mean J six? Do, do you mean January six? You
2: no, know, I'm talking about nine eleven. Uh we've we've still had some down there since nine eleven that oh. have been held. Okay. Uh, and uh why would they release those guys, right? Well they're yeah. because nine eleven was when everybody finds out, uh it's 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 gonna be devastating to a lot of people, but um, 9-11 was a red job too uh, We have proof of that uh, there's, there's multiple accounts of Bush Now, uh, credible accounts Putting out Bush's uh, comments And quotes um, He even did, uh, which was despicable to me uh, But there's a video out there of him um, At a, uh, some kind of formal Thing, and he's, he's looking around Like, well, I'm, maybe his weapons maybe His weapons will be here somewhere um, I mean, he's making fun of people Who lost their lives, you know, for something That they set up And people have to go back. There's there's another thing right there. Uh, The day before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld, Secretary of Defense, gets on uh, national TV, says two point three trillion dollars is missing from the Pentagon. Um, And then, bam, next day, everybody forgot about that speech. Um, And then 10 years to the day. So 10 years to the day of September the 11th, 2001, 10 years before that, September 11th, 1991, George Bush, senior stands in front of the world. And talks about a new world order coming. Yeah, I remember um, that he, one. He, he hid that speech because everybody's thinking conservative, new world order, da 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 da. da. They didn't think of it. Oh, well, I was,
1: I, you, were, you were probably quite a bit younger that at that time. When he did that, we were stunned that he would use that because there's Christians and we're not believing in a new world order just come in yet. So we all started saying, What's he saying? And then we finally concluded, Derek, Oh, he didn't mean that. He, he must not have meant New World Order. he must have thought that was a poetic, maybe a speechwriter. That was but it was an absolute intentional speech. It was absolutely
2: it. intentional. And I get chills yeah. thinking about it now because you're right. I mean, I was I was just a young fellow then. But uh, looking back on history and then looking at that was 10 years to the day and then the day before. And here's those numbers again. So watch yeah. this. Two point three trillion dollars. So two point three trillion was what Biden raised the debt ceiling to. When the US Treasury Secretary said that we're broke in October uh, 2021, when the US Treasury Secretary came out and said, Hey, the US is bankrupt. Will Biden quote unquote raise the debt ceiling $2.3 trillion. So these numbers, they, they show these numbers in different ways. Um, yeah. And, you know, all that's mm-hmm. going to come out. It will because, once again, the Federal Reserve Building was, there was a fence, a big old gate put around it back in late 2022, uh, which is, Forty-seven U.S. Code six zero six. So there's a lot of stuff that shows people that this stuff's happening. So when the when the fence went around the Capitol building, forty-seven yeah. U.S. Code six zero six, the president can shut down the government use of facilities, closing of government facilities. It's everything is in writing. It's just mm-hmm. a matter mm-hmm. of, of finding that what I and that's where I think, like I said, God, um, God's I don't like to, you know, I'm not one of those that that pulls God in the, in a, in the wrong way. Um, but God allowed me, I'm an average guy. I don't have a law degree. Um, here's your everybody's law degree right here, you know, and God allowed me to go to the average person and say, look, if I can get it, you can get it. Here's the blueprint. Here's all the .gov, .mil sites. There is a blueprint in a chronological order of how Donald Trump and the military rolled all this out. Um, and there's a lot of people behind the scenes and I hope to God that they all do get to stand up. Um, in and, and some form, some way, somehow, in like a general assembly, for people to see all these men and women who came together and you know they don't all agree on their lifestyles and things like yeah. that they came together for humanity's sake and they're fighting this behind the scenes. Um, and I hope the guy, like I said, that they get the credit that they deserve. And uh, you know, we've lost soldiers during this, we have, we lost those two soldiers in Alabama a few weeks ago. Uh, Tennessee National Guard in Alabama, out of their state jurisdiction. Um, and once again, it's like, you know, we have proof of this happening too via the National Guard. The National Guard are out of their state jurisdictions every single Which day. Which they're not
1: supposed to be legal to do, except that there was an executive order that made it so, right?
2: That Well, that's correct. And, you know, of course, every every state National Guard has a two-week option, like a two-week of active duty. But... There's proof that Donald Trump federalized $1 to active duty, and that order is extended out to 2024. Um, And it it depends on what units they are. Um, There's a bunch of them operating. uh, Maine is a heavy one, Maine, um, New Hampshire, Vermont, um, and then Memphis. uh, There's a lot of movement there, a lot of Indiana, uh, a lot of Wisconsin. Um, There's a lot of – I mean, of course, they're they're all over, but there's a lot of heavy movement out of those bases – um, there's a lot starting to happen out of Idaho and out of Nevada. Um, a lot of movement out there. A lot of Oregon popping up again. Oregon was early on, and now I'm seeing a lot more uh, really? National Guard active in Oregon, um, mainly in Southern Oregon on the on the line. Um, and uh, but there's a lot of movement going on. A lot of Montana's uh, popping up again. Um, so there's a lot of movement. Um, a lot of ERGs. Like when you so when you go read the the Federal Continuity Directive. The ERG emergency response group well I, it explains all these aircraft flying at 500 to, to 2,000 feet altitude and it's a lot of UH-60 Blackhawk 500 to 2,000
1: that's 2,000
2: feet altitude that's low that's and it's low. a lot of helicopters so the other day a helicopter flew like a thousand feet altitude from Wisconsin or Michigan I have to go back and little all the way to El Paso Texas that's not common and it was a no. it was a national guard national guard And I try to tell people that's not common, that's not natural. When you go read those continuity directives, emergency response group. Well, when Donald Trump talks about the martial law, when he says decimate street crime by eighty-five percent, they're not going to do it one city at a time. What they're going to do is they're building this up. They're running. There's a lot of these aircraft are recon aircraft. They're running a lot of recon, getting pictures of their escape routes Um, in Alabama. Uh, not long ago, I was sitting at a, a coffee shop and I saw the state troopers blocking off the intersections and there was these unmarked white trucks. They looked like official government vehicles, government trucks. They looked like the big, you know, like four door 250s and 350 Fords, um, yellow caution lights. And these state troopers would block off certain intersections in the middle of rush hour. And those trucks would run around these these intersections and then they would go to the freeway. The interstate they get there as fast as they could then five minutes later here they come back they weren't pulling anything there was nothing coming they were they, and then that night call navy who's been stationed at the coast guard unit here in mobile alabama um that's a that's a direct once again they've been there since january 2021 they've been at cape Cod, massachusetts miami florida and uh also mobile alabama all right so Naval stations, maritime strike squadrons since January 2021 on Coast Guard. When you go read DOD regulations on Coast Guard. Oh, look at here. It says Department of <coughs> the Department of Homeland Security during peacetime transferred under the Department of the Navy during times of war. So there was a helicopter that evening at night. As soon as it got dark. Flew right over me to about 500 altitude, flying what we call blackout, no lights on. I could tell it was a UH-60 Blackhawk because uh, I've been in that area a lot. Yeah, um, I know I know Blackhawks really well. Why do and they fly they so were,
1: low, Derek? What 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 do they get out of well, flying so low?
2: There's a hospital right there, a new hospital that they built. Um, and so, once again, when you when you do all these comms that that President Trump talks about. With the decimation of street crime by seventy-five to eighty-five uh, percent, the only way they could get away with that without any rats running um, and getting out is to do it all at once. So that's when people, you know, you've heard, you've heard them too, and uh, this is long before I ever uh, got uh, a platform. But uh, I had seen guys talking about the EBS. Well, it's not called the EBS anymore. It's called the EAS, Emergency yeah. Alert System. I mean, you heard these guys and they made people think a lot of people lost faith because they made people think that it was going to happen the next day and the next day. And and it's not. You had to wait for the comms. You had to wait for all the optics and things of that nature. So President Trump. So his first uh, first big droppage of the the Mars was November 15th, 2022. And then he made various speeches in between there um, where he talks about that. And then the CPAC, he said, we're going to obliterate the deep state. Um And he keeps talking about the speech in Waco. Uh, so he yeah. keeps saying now that he, he his speech now, or I say speech, some of his lines are things like um, our enemy knows that we stand in front of them. We're the ones that can defeat them, things of that nature. So he's talking about street crime. Well, they'll hit one button. So that's why it's imperative to know about the Space Force. Donald Trump established a Space Force. Yeah. All right. The Space Force, the Army and the Navy transferred all communications to the Space Force in August and December 2022. All communications. The other thing that just transferred over to the Space Force, the ground missile system from the Army, is transferring to the Space Force. There's a lot of stuff transferring to the Space Force. Well, when you go read those articles, it said what? The Army and the Navy transfer all communications to the Space Force for under one command. Well, who established the Space Force? Donald John Trump. My there's two words. There's two words that Biden, even the actor, has never stuttered out of his mouth. Space Force, because that's Donald Trump's baby. They ain't going to let him get near it. Uh, the press secretary of, of Biden, even though it's all continuity of government, I have to remind everybody, but the press secretary, if the Space Force personnel would like to come over here to a, a conference, we'd love to get to know them. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not how the military works. That's not how the commander in chief corresponds Well, this military, the Space Force is a sixth branch of military. That's not how the commander chief communicates with with his military. So the Space Force. So when you look at that, who's that commander? Donald John Trump. So when it says one command, that means that one person, they're going to swarm in all these cities, uh, you've seen it. They're showing you in other countries. El Salvador recently, those 40,000 MS-13 gang members that looked like they were being herded in like cattle. Yeah. They're showing you what it's going to look like. They're, they're used in other places of the world. Um, and the other reason they're having to do that is because we have so many soft Americans now that they they would even some people would even frown on that. And these people are malicious. Don't they're in reprobate minds. They can't be rehabilitated to society. They can't be real, rehabilitated to even their families. Um, these people are malicious people. So they're showing you in other countries that, that they have the power and the strength to do it. Um, and uh, so they're showing that. And that's what we're going to see over here. Uh, we're going to wow. see our streets. And then President Trump also has been saying this. We're going to tear down all these bad and ugly buildings. And we're going to build back beautiful yeah. cities. Yeah. Uh, those are not to be confused with this 15 minute city talks out there that some of these other people have been putting out. Um, you just have to believe and know that, that the good guys are in control and you have to believe that, that, you know, we've got enough men and women who came together to clean out all these systems and you have visuals of this happening. Um, you have visual evidence. Uh, president Trump was on Hannity, I think not before last or last night. I can't remember when it was, but, um, he keeps talking about the, uh, the documents, right, that Biden had and Pence have. Well, here's a here's a thing with that that shows Donald Trump's president um, executive privilege. All right. Now, former presidents can exert executive privilege, but they have to have Congress do it for them. All right. So why did Donald Trump declare exerted? Uh, why did he exert executive privilege in November 2021? He was able to do so. And the media reported that even though they're under control, but still is part of the part of the movie yeah well how come biden and pence hasn't exerted executive privilege they have the same they have the same power so how come they haven't done so they're showing you without showing you right um the law of war manual again here's another great example um the the uh president trump said he told uh he said remember angela merkel remember angela merkel no one's remembering her now i gave her the white flag of surrender well when you go look up the white flag of surrender She didn't receive that until July 2021 because that's when she cut the deal with Nordstrom.
1: So he was already uh, gone, uh, you know, almost a year.
2: Well, and that's, that's when, that's when the deal was made. Right. So it's like, so it's like, um, then you go look under 12.4. So it's chapter 12.4, the law of war manual, white flag of truce. There it is. Um, He's showing you without showing you. They're they're showing you without showing you. <laughs> when he
1: says, um, "Are some of these comms where he'll say we're gonna uh, we're gonna take down the deep state and we're gonna destroy them?" Are some of those when he says that as a hidden message? Does that launch something, or does that only put it in the record that he's declaring something? Does that, or does that launch some uh, operation when he when he says it like? That? In those it could,
2: you know, it, it could be. Uh, for example, so the other day they had uh, they had Biden, right, supposedly in Canada, uh, you know, in Ottawa. All of yeah. a sudden, all over the flight app, Israel, Israel is all over Ottawa and really? all like this Israeli aircraft. There were two this morning. I was watching. Uh, one flew out of Maine, too, off of our national guard base. We have one there, and then we had two come out of a little little spot right outside of Ottawa. There's been a lot of heavy movement there with with our military and the Israeli military. Um, and so, you know, it, what they do is show they, they show you these things. Right. Because he's still a continuity government. Once people read it and they see it, they'll they'll go, oh, it'll click because uh, you have to go read those continuity directives. Um, and then when you see the picture of him, I mean, you take the blueprint of mine and you go read those orders. Well, once it clicks, it's going to clip their body because it always does.
1: Yeah. The documents info that's, that's where all everything you've been saying today is it mostly there
2: yeah okay. most of it is and of course i'm writing a book right now too as what uh part of my new publicity deal so i'm writing a book and i'm I'm, okay. I'm making it a little bit more where it's one massive rollout review, uh, but yeah most of them are right there um of course you know when i wrote those originally the original ones were just uh you know it's it, it's like you couldn't put everything you right? know. it's like it's because it's like 700 pages already. It's, uh, you know, my, well, my guy, my, my policy is just like, Hey, you know, uh, for a book, for a mainstream book, you got to be around 60 to 80,000 words. Um, well, when I dropped the documents over on, you know, on a, uh, Google drive to see, um, you know, how many words it was, it's like 54,000. I'm like, wow, we're right there. I'm not far That's off. You know? there. I don't have to add too much to it. Uh, That's but still it's amazing. a lot of, when you think of it, it's a lot of reading. Um, yeah, and I, I went gone. back and I made a short outline and I made a long outline of, you know, and then I did this thing called the, the wise, uh, the wise of 2022 and 2023. And I, I just basically asked a million questions going, well, why did this happen? If, if this, and if, cause I have people all the time, we go, well, why would they do it? I was like, all right, well, let me show you that. Let me show you in a different way. Um, you know, you're watching, you are watching biblical, monumental, historical history. Um, and Donald Trump told everybody in January twenty twenty one in one of his speeches. Uh, matter of fact, in January sixth that day on that the speech he was at in DC, he said, Your great grandchildren's grandchildren will live to talk about this. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even have children yet. So, like, you know, I'm thinking about my great great grandchildren's grandchildren. There's a lot of that's a lot of generations.
1: A lot of generations, yeah. Wow.
2: You know, you and mean? so there's so much stuff, but the other thing was, you know, the way he did it, he, he yeah. was willing to step back and let the military and let all these other people take control in a different way. Uh, because this, this wasn't going to be a one man show. It wasn't gonna be a one man event, a one man war. Um, and, and then also, um, you know, it was a lot of people, there's a lot of people that's going to be, Think that they they liked a certain person and come to find out that person was not who they thought they were, um, and that that you know that that hurts even in our families yeah. or our friend yeah. circles when someone does that to our own personal selves. So when you when you think of someone like you know, let's just say George Strait. Look, here's my guy. You know, I grew up on yeah. George Strait. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a George Strait junkie. But if George Strait did something, that, and I just thought, oh my god, like you you know, whoever your TV hero is or your honky-tonky, whoever that is, you know, it could just devastate you, right? Go, yeah. Oh my! So I've had a
1: few of those too, man, already. So there's... there's we're going to have that. that, you know. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question um, as we're rolling towards the end here. Um, okay, you and I, have ne- I've never asked you this question this way, so I'm, I'm curious of what you would say. So let's say that uh, in the middle of the night, sometime this week, uh, uh, a country... Uh, not only gives a credible threat against the United States, but it's real. And now there's a potential China involvement, and somebody's got to make some decisions now. Who makes that decision uh, and and acts on it, Biden or Trump?
2: Well, it's not Biden because Biden's not real. And, uh, you know, I I think I know people get tired of hearing that. I know they do, but they got to go look at the funeral service You know, you have to go look at that, 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 you know, like I I told a bunch of commanders that I know recently, I said, look, if I came to you, if we were still in service and I came to you and I said, sir, national TV, sorry, I left the cannon off. um, You got four and eight years to get that right. Like, and the odds of it being that versus, okay, this is so, even though you can't comprehend it, maybe, you know, yeah. the average person out there. But the when you stack your column of the odds of that happening, that I made a mistake, we have four and eight years to get this right. This is a moment of presidential inauguration and da, 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 da. like the odds of that versus, OK, this was planned. It makes more sense. Right. So yeah. Yeah, if, people have to get their mind around that. Now. I have firm beliefs, like I said, law and order. We're either are a nation of law and order or we're not. I mean, like I said, you can't have one without the other. You can't believe in one. Like when people at 4th of July, right, it's, it's coming up not terribly long away. They'll want to have a barbecue and a picnic and fireworks. And they, oh, yeah, God bless our troops. Yeah, yeah, America. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling all these Americans what happened via military law and regulations, which you live by every single day when you're in the military. Yeah. Because there's someone up here that's going to enforce those. And the, the old joke is crap rolls downhill, mm-hmm. uphill, and back downhill in the military. Right? So somewhere along this way up here, someone's going to uphold those. All right? Because that's how the military is. So I, I I would say that first. Now, by law and order, by when Donald Trump also says, hey, if they're going to investigate me, they're going to investigate every president before me immediately. What he's saying is I've used, and you go look in the federal continuity directive, it's got executive order 12148 in there, which was Jimmy Carter, 1979, the National Emergencies Act. All right. So that's when the actual act came out for national emergencies. All right. So there's that listed in there. It's got the presidential directives in there. There's a lot of stuff that came before him, Mm -hmm. which is why he made that comment. So. I would say 95% of laws and orders that Donald Trump used was already before it. Right. And then the ones they had to implement in order to do what they're doing right now would be about the other five or 10%, however you want to slice that pie, but it, it's heavily on laws and orders that's already been in place. So I by once again, no one just recent history. My grandfather was alive during World War II, both grandparents, um, And so, it's like, when you go look at those laws and orders, what made Roosevelt a wartime president? Well, Donald Trump federalizing one million National Guard to act to duty is a military order. That Mm -hmm. is a direct order. That is a command. As long as he's alive, he holds that command. It don't have a thing to do with with what People just cannot believe that they saw a military funeral service on January 2021 and they just can't believe it. It, it doesn't matter. He became a wartime president and he holds that authority
0: wow. by
2: military law first, which came first, which is also the importance of the military justice act again, which was a Supreme court clarifying that military laws, courts and personnel are separate from civil laws, courts and personnel. So that, and then along with once again, the order were. Where Trump gave the Secretary of Defense equal authority. So if it, you're not going to see those. What's going on? No different than Ukraine right now. Everybody thinks that Russia's a bad guy. I say everybody, majority of the world thinks Russia's. And if they just look at some simple laws and orders, they go, "Wow, this ain't just by laws and orders. This ain't what you think it is." Um, and they're also exposing who Biden administration, Biden, Hillary, uh, Schiff. Schumer, all the all the names that, that Trump keeps mentioning in his speeches, it, exposing who their allegiance is to is Ukraine and China. OK, so a lot of that stuff already is is uh, is part of the, the show. Um, you know, this China thing amping up. I mean, look at Taiwan, uh, Taiwan, uh, China taking Taiwan would be like all 49 states taking uh, Rhode Island. OK, it, it's they're making a big deal out of this. It's also the thing when they made a big deal on North Korea Oh, North Korea, nah, nah. North Korea, the site we could abolish. We could we could destroy North Korea in a half a day, um, especially with all our power sitting right there at South Korea. Um, so this is a lot of stuff, uh, even though that back then was propaganda and also politics in a different way. And what we're talking about now, the line's been drawn in the sand in a different way. Uh, but a lot of that stuff. Uh, but you'd see Lloyd Austin, right? That's who they're using. is Lloyd Austin and Millie. You'd see them come out, and uh, they'll what they say will will say something that behind the scenes you'll be able to go, okay, I know who's running the are show. You saying,
1: are you saying Millie works for the good guys or the other side? I'm, you know, if I can ask I'm,
2: uh, I'm I'm leaning towards the fact that he's being exposed as well. Uh, because a, Trump calls him Trump calls him a TV general, right. a TV fool. Yeah. Uh, fool, as you know in the Bible, the word "fool" is actually a pretty harsh word.
1: Oh, uh, really? Uh,
2: you know we we use it we use it today. I, I know that obviously, uh, you know, Mr. T and all them, uh, yeah. you know, made yeah. it made it funnier. But "fool" yeah. is actually a pretty, oh, uh, wow. according to Hebrew origin, the word "fool" is pretty pretty oh, harsh. Oh, I'll have to
1: look that up. I'll have to look that up. So. And,
2: and Trump calls them TV fools and TV uh, generals, and <laughs> yeah. not pay attention to them. Yeah. Uh, so. so I,
1: I mean, um, to to circle back to that one last thing. So it's, it sounds to me, and you you've not quite said it out now, but but you kind of also have. But if there was a crisis in this nation, that first of all the military have enough authority within themselves to act. If it was, in, and then. And then they would come to Trump to say, What do you want us to do next, sir? Oh, well, yeah. Right? When you go,
2: and then when you go look at the federal continuity directives, there's yeah. already bullet points that outline, um, you know, because there's always going to be a case like, like in Mississippi and Alabama, uh, the tornadoes. There's all, even in war times in our history, it, you still have natural disasters. You see yeah. Life still goes on. So, but when you go read those continuity directives, there's a bullet point for every single thing in there and how they would be handled, who would handle them. Um, and uh, and depending on what level it is, right? Whether it's just yeah. a state level, uh, multiple states, or federal level, there's there's actually bullet points for that. Um, and it's never going to say, it's never going to outright say Donald Trump in there. But when you yeah. see presidential uh, policy directives, well, when you okay. when you know who the president was who issued all this, then it you just kind of have to roll with that. But they were never going to show you or tell you that. Yeah, because it would defeat the point, right? Yeah, defeat um, a lot of that.
1: I mean, even though you and I are talking about this openly, even though we have a couple hundred thousand that will probably see this, that's still a tiny amount versus the population. Yeah, 335
2: million. Yeah, so. um, wow, that's why it's important for people to share it. Well, first off, it's important for people to read it first. Yeah, yeah. Go read. Like, if you think I'm crazy or you think I'm, then I'd say, hey, well, then, prove me wrong because here's why it ain't about being right or wrong. First off, this is about getting it right. And also we're a nation of laws and orders and then laws and orders, laws are either revoked or revised or, or just changed, right? They're done with, they don't need it anymore. Or orders are either mission accomplished or they're rescinded. I mean, that's how that works. So it's, it's not about, I mean, everything that you and I have talked about today, Every single executive order that Donald Trump declared a national emergency in has been extended by Biden out past September 2023 all the way into 2024. Why? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Even though he's the one that doesn't benefit by extending it.
2: He don't. He don't benefit. There's a bunch of them he don't benefit by, especially executive order 13848, um, the executive order uh, 13912. He don't benefit by those because when you go look at those, you even look at the ones about the TikTok. Um, all right. So when he when he revoked the TikTok, when it's showing his allegiance, right? The other thing he's he said he would do, he said he would shut down. I mean, he spent, they made him, this is a military again, they made him spend half of his 2020 campaign talking about shutting down Guantanamo Bay. Half of every speech was talking about shutting down Guantanamo. Okay. Well, Trump, Executive Order 13823, revoked Obama's order to shut it down. If if Biden was president, he'd had the same power as every other president. How come he has not revoked that order? How come that's he has not shut down Guantanamo? That's Bay? one of
1: the strongest proofs I've heard, too. Because I mean that's that's a that's you don't have to be smart or anything to, to no to I mean, and that. he don't
2: need Congress. You don't need like if Congress yeah. wouldn't do it, he can just sign an executive order, done. Um, and he hasn't. There's a lot of things that can show people it's just a matter yeah. of People need to read the laws and orders first yeah. and study those. Um, well, they don't fit fit me in a different way, right? Like, yeah. I'm not making money on these. And I didn't hack the .gov and .bill sites and write these. So yeah. these are well, laws we'll, and orders.
1: We'll get you back sooner than we won't make it wait so long because, you know, Trump will have a few more speeches in between. I know you'll be picking up the comms, and we'll need someone to kind of decode those for us. It's amazing. So, Derek, thank you so much. Quick, we uh, put that... Uh, document.info, the documents.info, that's where all of this is in living color, black and white, blue and white, whatever, whatever. it was all the websites, the .gov, the mill and then there was some PDFs, and there was one other .dot .something, I can't remember what it was, but Derek, thanks so much, a quick reminder that you're seeing this on Wednesday, so on Thursday, well, you're going to finally get to know my wife and I together as Johnny Engel and Elizabeth interviews, to tell the whole story, and a lot of people are going to finally get to know us even a lot better than you already do. Thanks again, Derek. I appreciate it very, very much. So do our viewers. Have a great day.
0: I'll be back soon, all right?
1: See you yes, later. Sir. Thank you for God having God me. Bless. Good to see you. Absolutely. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.